Yo, yo, yo. What is poppin', people? Welcome to I Screened You Scream for Movies for a special free game hype episode for a movie that is two things on my list. My top 10 anticipated films of the year. Also, my anticipated July films of the summer as well. And this is a film very interesting. And it's very mis- mysteriously interesting, way thought of, way thoughtful. Not hype, but very interesting. So, before we do go ahead and start, um, this is, I have a very special guest of mine who not only is a moviegoer, podcaster, but he's also a big fan of the critically acclaimed filmmaker Jordan Peele himself. Please introduce yourself. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Malik from Moves for a Podcast. To be here to talk about this movie, Jordan Peele is the man, so I can't wait to see what you got in store. Yeah, so um, this movie, this time around, is nowhere near as his last films. And this film is very, again, very mysteriously interesting. And he's taking it up to the next level real fast. That's like, oh my god, he's doing this like big scope spectacle film in the big screen this time not as like low budget horrors like what he's done with the previous movies and we're gonna we're gonna discuss on that too and elaborate the titles as well but um before we do say the title of this movie we're gonna be discussing i want to ask you a question malik do you want to build a snowman with me nope i got a question for you go ahead do i what do you drink Nope. Let me ask you one more thing. Um, are you a... Okay, I'm going to just... Uh, did you see Top Gun and IMAX? Nope, I guess not. But I, I, did, I did see Top Gun. So. Yeah, because we both threw a punchline at each other of the title we just said, <laughs> and that is nope. Oh my god, I, I just love that title for some reason. It's funny. It's it's interesting. This is the movie we've been waiting, both waiting on. And you're a big Jordan Peele dude, so I mean, I'm not a big Jordan Peele fan myself, but this movie, I have like high hopes to just deliver what Jordan Peele does, and that's why we're here to discuss this episode today. So. I do want to educate some of my view- listeners that most of our movie go- most of the moviegoers in our podcast community know what Jor- who Jordan Peele yeah. is, but some of my people that in my community may not heard of the name or familiar with his film. So I brought you here on my show for a reason to discuss who is Jordan Peele and what films has he made. So um, why don't you discuss to see what you got? Well, Jordan Peele has made only three. I know. People think that he has directed Candyman. He has not. The Costa is the one who directed that. People get kind of mixed on that. But he was a producer. He had he worked with the script, but he did not. Did but the three movies that he did direct, well, will be three is Get Out, Us, and in yep. that order. In that order, and um, Get Out was a big hit and attracted many many people going seeing it. And I heard of that title when I was in high school. And I didn't see it, but I got to see it years later in, like, I think 2020 or 2020. I think 2020. God, that film is insane. 
It makes me want to get yeah, out. It makes me want to get out of this podcast. But no, I mean, I'm just trying to be funny. But because, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's funny because a friend we actually know Jordan Peele from um, Key and Peele. That's how we came come to. And when we saw that he was going to direct like a horror movie, we were like really excited to see what he brought to the table. And we were really pleasantly surprised with Get Out. Like that movie is just. I watched it multiple times in a year. Yeah, I heard about Key and Peel. I know that's Michael Key, Keegan Michael Key, and they're both like best friends. I can tell from their when I looked them oh, up yeah. online and Jordan Peel. Yeah, they they really love to collab and stuff. So I know they were both in a movie called Keanu, and I know that yeah, was it didn't do well. Movie. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then it didn't Jordan do Peele, it didn't do well. So. Jordan Peel did now step up his own game without him, without. Keegan Michael Key and does his own horror, and I'm not sure what he got it, why he's into, why he's doing such horror collabs. But I mean, don't get me wrong, uh, yeah. I just like I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is interesting. We got to know this guy even more than just what he does with Keegan Michael Key. So this is like very cool. So um, let's go on to the question to teach and educate some of our listeners that you know never heard of this title. What is nope? Uh, I'm just gonna go from what the in the like the first trailer because I don't don't watch this. I'm just telling you right now, do not see the second trailer. Don't. I already did. I already did. So. Oh yeah, it's, it's, yeah, because I saw that trailer in Jurassic World. I mean, of course. I mean, I know this is gonna be about something. I mean, okay, but mm, yeah, they just they did give away something at that. At that, so fortunate. Well, it's about. I believe it's a brother, a brother and sister on a ranch, and they have um, film horses. And eventually, some or other is weird things start to happen. The horses are getting taken. Figure out what's really going on in their little ranch town. And that's what I get from that. I don't want to, you know, say too much and let people get spoiled. Yeah, I. I don't want to say it either, but should I say at least what it's re- what it's really going to be about, I guess, or what type of genre it is as a horror? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's been basically an extraterrestrial film, Alien. You know, it's not a so it's not quintessentially surprisingly as we got like a glimpse of the part of the first teaser and then the second trailer. If you guys have saw that trailer, which I'm assuming most of you had, or just don't care what the movie was, I mean, yeah, there you go. So there was something part of that, and it was just like I was correct on like what the movie was going to be about and how is how it's very different than Jordan Peele's films Get Out on Us. This is like yeah, I was really, I was really surprised that he showed that showed that much because they were really teasing it and not so and then all of a sudden they just let it all out there. What so I have a feeling it's direct because that's how Jordan Peele is. You know he's he's really smart. Yeah, but maybe some of the part, maybe most of it didn't give away such things like that. I mean, yeah, we got a glimpse of, like, the UFO, sure. It's just that, I guess. But uh, maybe there's, like, something more to just a UFO. Maybe it's a maybe it's the concept of themes he's trying to bring. So this is still mysterious to, like, us right now. We don't even know what this film is going to be, like, revealed at the end. Like, we could see a plot twist going on with Shyamalan, like he does with his films, and it's like, Jordan Peele is going to probably bring his biggest plot twist yet of his career right now. So that's what we're waiting on right now. And shit. 
Yeah, do you think he could just deliver it all as, like, a filmmaker? No. Uh, he is definitely one that a lot of people hate us. I don't really get that for it, but I think Jordan Peele is one of those directors where in horror, up-and-coming directors, where I completely trust what he does, and I will support him and watch every single movie that he puts in theaters, even if he's a producer. Like Candyman. People hate Candyman. I like Candyman. I really Man. like <laughs> I get, yeah, I, like like, I get why, too. I get, I get why people, not everyone enjoyed Candyman, because it wasn't like the original, but it, I mean, I know he produced the and wrote the movie, but. The final, the final act is really rushed, and that's the only negative I can really say, because it's. Yeah, I, I feel like. Kind of I, expect. I'm going to be straight. I, I didn't have a weakness with this movie, even though if I didn't say it properly on my introduction of my top 10 films from last year. Yeah, it was a short film and it wasn't like long. I thought I, I kind of thought it'd be like way more, but one hour and 30 minutes was not what we're looking yeah, for. Yeah. It's one of those movies where like there could have been either half hour added to that movie to kind of make it better. I feel like original came in does so well, you know, with like that whole world building and stuff that extremely well, which the remake really, I didn't think really touched upon. Yeah, but that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> yeah. I get into that so much. I just like to see if another Candyman will pop in. We'll see what happens. If Nia Dacostia ever shows up, but or Jordan Peele, you know, I think he'll just bring it. I'll, I think he'll bring his game a game to the horror genre this time. We'll see. So, um, what do you have expectations going on with Nope? If you have any mind. For me, I just want like because it look it feels fun. I, it's a summer blockbuster for sure. Like, I just have that feeling. The feeling's all over it. So I just want it's a fun, crazy, like, obviously, like, you know, huge spectacle, like he's been teasing. And that there's more to the story than what they showed in the trailer. Like, I hope that's direct. I won't say I won't enjoy the film, but I'll be really, like, a little bit disappointed just the fact that he and he had nothing else to deliver. But I'm pretty sure he does have something else. There's no way that he show everything there is something there i feel like yeah me too me too i feel the same right now and i and um going alone i may be the one but um i'm looking for some cast performances you know because i love cast chemistries and movies like that so who we who do we got starring in this movie we got of course i want to say her name kiki palmer she's a phenomenal i <laughs> well, i can't wait to see her and if you want to say one actor who's in this movie as well who do you who is in this movie that appeared in get out Daniel Kaluuya, which this man is is phenomenal, so I'm so happy that they're working together again, because if I wanted anyone else to be in another movie, it would be him. You know, he obviously was in Get Out, and they just have a great, like, just chemistry together, the him appeal, and he, like, he, Daniel Kaluuya always get the performance wrong, and I feel like Jordan, Jordan just needs to keep on getting this guy in his movies. Every movie, just get him in, because this guy is amazing. I agree, since he won his Oscar supporting role from Judas and the Black Messiah. I mean, Gosh, I don't feel yeah. like this movie. I don't feel like this movie is going to be an Oscar worthy. I'm not sure. Oh no, I don't know. I mean, I'm I think he will be sure the it's, best. It's part. a no right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kinky Palmer, though, I just loved her personality when I see her act. You know, um, the last film of hers I saw was Lightyear. She voiced in the movie, and I just love her personality, what she brought in the character. So. I feel like she's going to be both serious but funny at the same time. I think she's going to be hilarious yeah, way off the top. She's, 
Yeah, Katie Palmer looks like she's definitely having a lot of fun. It was just cool to see. Like, she looks like she's having fun playing her and stuff. So I'm excited to see her. I know the last thing I saw her was in the Scream TVs when they did, like, season four. They did, like, a reboot. And she was not really – and I think that's not her fault as the writers, wherever they want to go with the story. I like Kiki Palmer. I to see what she does in a better hands, for sure. I agree. I can't wait. Um, We also got a third star, and I, I'm, I'm going to be straight. I'm not racist. I am not against this actor or by colors. No. Steven Young. And I just think he's unnecessary to, like, somehow the plot. I mean, don't you – what do you have in mind about Stephen Young in this movie, at least? Well, I actually, I actually love the guy because I'm a huge Walking Dead fan. So oh yeah, on him since like, yes, yeah, from the start. So I'm excited to see what his role is. That's the most aspect that I'm most excited about because I think I kind of can can guess what with Kiki Palmer, Dana Kalua, what their whole storyline is. Well, I'm not sure what that whole whole thing is. What I would really like if they did like a time jump this whole thing, incident happens and have, like, them make, like, almost like a, a track of it. That's what I would love to see in the movie. So I think that would yeah. be really different. So, on the side with these cast perform with the cast, like Kiki Palmer, Daniel Kalua, they're trying to capture a evidence of the UFO, and then somehow, with Steven Yeun's character, he's trying to show the world, or the people, that there's a big spectacle going on, and I'm not sure how this really works. Well, actually, it's it's both the same kind, but like Stephen it's Young, almost, it's almost like the same. It's almost like the same concept because I know he has the horses, and you know you, he's trying to like lure them in or whatever. So I think it is like you know, like he is just making profiting off of these aliens because you see like he has you know those stuff, plushies that he's selling and stuff like that. So I that's why I think there should be like a time jumper. He's, like, legit trying to, like, get, like, amusement out of it. You know, they're so used to having them around. Yeah. Uh, I can't yeah, – other than that, I do hope it's his um, his side to the story will be perfect. I'm not sure. I just saw Stephen Young was unnecessary as I think about it. But, again, I'm not racist against that. No, no. It's not because – I don't think Yeah, he does – yeah, he's not in the, really in the trailers that much either. So, it's – like, you know, you don't really get that much of his performance from the trailers. So I feel like that's something that they're high, and that's going to be a major yeah. plot point, I feel like. Yeah, we'll see how this really pinpoints. But other than that, I do can't wait to see a lot of Stephen Young, if that's the case. So I'd, I'd be honored to see him in this movie. And uh, we got, like, two supporting casts that also chemistry – that makes chemistry with um Kiki Palmer, Dave Kalua. I One of them is named um Brandon Pease, if that's his name. And then the other guy is named Michael Wincott. That's the name, if I'm not mistaken. Trying to think, what were they in? Um, I don't think I know. Is it like? Are you talking about like the Fry guy? The Fry guy is that one of the actors you're talking? Like, I mean, okay, so I'm researching this right now. So there's um Brandon Pira. Sorry, that's not Pease. It's Pira. And then Michael Wincott. Yeah. So Brandon Pia plays as the guy who helps. Kiki Palmer, Daniel Kaluuya's um, evidence to the well. Let's go okay, with the actor yeah. name. Sorry, in the in the movie, Kiki Palmer's plays Emerald Haywood, and Daniel Kaluuya plays Otis Jane, Otis Haywood. So they're both brother and sister. So Angel's trying to help them capture the capture the uh, 
evidence, along with Mike, Michael Wincott's character is named Antlers. So they're both like, they're both, oh my god, I don't know. One guy, well, Antlers, basically, is known for films, and Angel Tours is all about the camera tech. So that's what I'm trying to say here like that. So they're both helping oh, okay. them capture that. And then Stephen Young plays as Ricky. And again, we'll have to see what he serves in the purpose of the movie as well. So that's all I got really for now. But I can't wait to see how the cast would nail it. I think, again, Kiki Palmer is what I'm looking forward to. I think she's going to nail this one pretty well, and I can't wait. Um, what do you, Well, is there anything else you have in mind about the cast and all? The one thing, too, is that um, I'm nervous about, like, the side character a little bit, like the tech guy. I forget what his character name is. Angel? Just because, like, yeah, just, I don't know, just his vibe. I'm afraid that the side characters won't be as strong like, cause, you know, you got big name, like, you know, Daniel Kalua, Kiki Palmer. So I'm just hoping that they can something to the table besides comic, comic relief. Cause I know Jordan Peele loves his comedy. So I just don't want him to inject too much of it where it takes out of like the horror element. Like, you know, how us was. That's the one negative I have for that. Just there was too much comedy and it's taken away from the horror. I feel like this is also part comedy too. I mean, if I look at this movie and there's not even a lot of violence because the film is rated R. Yeah, it's rated R, but it has some violence and blood images in that warning. So it's like, yeah, it's got to have, like, less violence than what we saw in the trailer. Or just, I don't know. But I feel like it is going to be part comedy, too, like that. I mean, I guess for my thought. So. We'll see, though. Um, So, uh, I got a question for you. As we both watch. Okay, I'll tell you this. I have not seen Us yet. But I'm going to see it before Nope, for sure. I'm going to see it on the week before I go see Nope, where it comes out. And which movie do you think it's better for Jordan Peele? Like, Get Out or, or Us? For me, Get Out is uh, the better film. Just be, Like, I really liked Us, but Get Out's, like, plot twist and stuff. It was, it was simple, but it was effective, whereas little bit almost convoluted because I can rewatch us and I can pick apart that movie like crazy how everything doesn't really doesn't really work. They, they there's too many questions. And I know we're not getting a sequel for it, so it just is one of those movies where at the end you kind of are frustrated. You didn't really get the answer that you really wanted. Yeah, I don't see Get Out being but, a sequel for us, but yes, but no, but Get Out was just a lot more simple. Like you can put your you know, easier than. Uh, so Us is really hard to digest. But yeah, so like I said, I have not seen Us, but right now, Get Out is probably like a great thing out of his own films. So I'm going to Get Out right now. We both are going to say we both enjoy Get Out. So that's all we got, really, I guess. So um, how do you feel discussing at box office if you know how this works? I don't. I actually did a little reason. I'm like, I looked up Get Out, how much they made, and Us, how much they, they made. But I just made an estimated game what I saw the difference between the box office success of each of the movies. I don't know all the calculations how to do it, but I'm just going off of, like, what what I would I would believe. All right, so because I'm on uh, BoxOfficePro.com, and I'm on the page for long-range box office forecast, Jordan Fields and Nope. And um, I'm just going to read some, like, m- key parts and like 
with Arv Glitz. So this comes from Box Office Pro. After two runaway box office hits in 2017 and 2019, writer-director Jordan Peele returns to the big screen with his first summertime. And that's the thing. His past two movies came out in, like, half winter and spring. Now his movie comes out this summer. And it has not been delayed, so this has already been set up already. So, as always, current tracks, tracking ranges for the fi- for that film and preceding releases are in the chart below, so... I'll just read one of them for sure. After solidifying his comedic persona and popularity in the early to mid-2010s, Jordan Peele shot to intimidate filmmaker acclaim with the breakout run of Get Out five years ago, which opened to $33.4 million stateside and legged out to $176 million domestically. The film scored Peele an Oscar for original screenplay that year. That success helped make him, in t- make him an immediate draw among horror fans, helping 2019's Us become the biggest original horror opener in its history at $71.1 million. And that that is a surprising number for a film like that, because everybody knows who Jordan Peele is, and they all came out to see that film in 2019, Us. Yeah, and um, $20 million to make, so, I mean, he was swimming in it. Definitely. So, um... In that part, it says, among pandemic-era releases, Nope is preliminarily tracking in the infancy of Halloween Kills, 49.4 million in its opening weekend, and A Quiet Place Part 2, which made 47.6 million. The top horror openers post-2019 so so far. So these are the two only horrors that top big like that. And we also got a horror film before Nope. We got The Black Phone, which made well in the projections of out of uh, projections, so that is something to also look forward to. People are coming out to the horror, and Scream also is a film that made well, too. It made pretty well for $30 million that weekend. So, if anything, I think Scream and uh, Black Phone are really, like, good horror so far that track well enough for money. And just to ask, have you seen the Black Phone or Scream at all? i seen Scream which is, I, I loved it. The only thing I didn't like was the uh, reveal of the killers. I thought that was a little, a little too much. But overall, I really enjoyed it. Black Phone, I sadly could not get to the theaters to see it, but I will be watching on Friday because it goes on VOD. So oh, I'm excited you, to watch. Are you watching at home or like in theaters? No, I have to, I'm going to watch it at home. Friends, I mean, sadly. hey, but if you get if your black phone, <laughs> if your black telephone or your iPhone is ringing, you know who to pick up then. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, but let's move on though. So, um, Nope from the from the bar article, Nope has generated steady online enthusiasm over the course of its early marketing stage, drawing sentiment and trailer view comparable to us at the same point before release. And this is also to worth noting about. As an original film with a major studio temple level marketing, plus an IMAX release in store, the film this film could stand out for moviegoers looking for something outside of the superhero or franchise realm during the second half of the summer. So this movie, Jordan Peele, like I said, he's stepping up to the next level of spectacle, shooting this in IMAX. That is crazy. I have no idea this would be an IMAX till then. It was like, yep, it looks like it's a film for IMAX, but I feel like it's not going to blow away proportion but the shot is gonna look good so you're not gonna see that in IMAX like are you or it's I... that it's that actual ratio you know stuff that you know you see more but oh yeah, no it'll, I think it'll look good just because you know with the UFOs and stuff it depends on like certain shots because the one 
excited to see in IMAX is when I think it's Keegan Palmer's character. She's like flying. Yeah, up in the yeah, air. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I feel like the. Oh my god, but um, I feel like some of the parts will have some interesting shots, but like not most of the majority, depending on like I don't know. Because uh, Top Gun I saw in IMAX, it still blows me away. It's like the best IMAX right now. So I have no, re- I have a reason to say nope to IMAX right now. So that's going to be no. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Top Gun uh, Maverick was great. So we only got two cons of this uh, article. So it says here, pre-sales began very early, which, by the way, pre-sales began in mid-June, surprisingly. So those are expectedly soft and yet not reliable component and comprehensive tracking models. Horror films, particularly original, non-IP titles from the genre, rarely generate major upfront sales, especially with such long lead window, as other profile films simultaneously claim audience attention before no releases. So when tickets came out, it wasn't front-loaded as usual, because it's not like a movie like this, even though it gains a lot of enthusiasm, has not grown front sales like other horror movies does. But it gets big and front-loaded around the week. So I have faith in that it's going to happen. And then the last con is that Oz contrasted the run of Get Out as a former proved more decisive, ultimately earning a front-loaded $175.1 million, almost identical to Get Out's $176 million finish, despite a much larger opening weekend. As such, word of mouth will be important for the film like No, which, which is still mostly shrouded or shrouded in mystery throughout its marketing. You ready for the projections? Because this movie yeah. is projecting forty-five to sixty-five million dollar opening weekend, and I feel like this would open, in my prediction, and I hope the Bo Boys are listening to this as well. But I feel like this could open in the middle where Get Out and Us is between, like that. I'd say I'm gonna go sixty-three million right now. Sixty-three million could be my shot. And I'm hoping it could be the case. But uh, what about your predictions, Malik or Malik, on your projections for this movie's opening weekend? I think that it's going to at least 70, 70 mil, just because I do think overall, I think it is going to be a little less than Get Out and Us in total for like global, because globally I have it at 54.4 million, just because Get Out and Us, well, Get Out was. 255.4, and then us was 255.2. So I think this movie, I think it's going to be, it's going to be a little bit less than Get Out and us. Just because of the fact that we haven't really heard that much about the movie, which makes sense because, you know, he doesn't, he's kind of being, you know, tight, tight lipped about it. I'm going to the budget right I, now. Oh, God, sorry. Oh. But no, that's what I think just because. Of when I was looking on, I didn't get our me and my friend seats yet, but I was like just looking kind of stuff. And there's not, there's a lot of seats available yet for showings. I'm pretty sure California is selling like crazy for IMAX. I guarantee that's one, and I'm pretty sure other statewide too. But um, again, the pre sales will get front loaded and crowded by the time the week release comes, and and, you know something, something less fatigue like superheroes. This movie could actually do plus, well for a horror. And plus you got, you know, teenagers will come in. They'll be like, oh, what are we going to watch? Oh, horror movie. Oh, no. Nope's right there. Let's go see it. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see that happen. But I'm so sure adults will be coming out to see it as they're Jordan Peele fans. Like you, for instance. Um, 
Again, for me, I'm not a big fan, but I'm happy to respect his films, and I enjoyed of him, enjoyed of his. So, I was going to read off the budget for this movie, and this is bigger than Get Out and Us, respectively. So, this movie costs about forty million to produce, and I thought this is like a hundred million dollars because of the UFO thing idea, but it seems like forty million is reasonable. So, if they somehow break even, they're good. I'm not sure how much would have cost exactly, but. It says, okay, so it says here, according to California Film Commission, which is where they shot this movie, the total production cost of Jordan Peele's Nope is $40 million, 39.98 million exact figure, excluding prints and advertising costs, and this film contributes around $8.36 million to the local state economy. So, this costs $40 million to produce this movie, and I'm pretty sure it'll break even well. I'm not sure. Yeah, and I would mean, I was following this movie way, way when it getting developed, and people thought it was going to take place in uh It was supposed to take place in an electronic store. Like, that was a whole purpose. It was supposed to be take place in an electronic store, and I think Daniel Kaluuya was casted. He was supposed to be, like, um just a worker there. I'm not sure what, like, it changed to this. I'm thinking, like, holy crap, like, what did <laughs> you completely honor? Because I thought it was just going to be, like, someone with, like, technology with your phones and stuff like that because that's what but i guess he changed it to this so i'm excited to see what he, what he yeah has that's, here's my thought before okay so i heard of this movie as they released a poster since last year they released everything well, not um not everything i'm sorry they revealed the one did they reveal the title like last year or in 2020 because I was going to say they released the poster of the movie which gave us a clue and then they start filming this movie did they reveal the title like last year or like 2020? I think it was 2020. I feel like because I feel like we were hanging, like, wondering what the movie was. Because I was even thinking like, oh man, what's this movie? Yeah, hold on, let me see. So, if I go on Wikipedia, it says here, um, nope, didn't an untitled. Okay, so the untitled project called Nope was revealed in November 9th, 2020, and then. The cast and all were set. They start filming this in July last year, and they released the title. Oh, they revealed the title like on July 22nd, which is the release date. And then the promotional release and further castings were confirmed. Uh, oh, and they start filming this like June. So they didn't start like, like the exact month of when this poster came out. So, um, yeah. Um, back to the box office topic though. So. You say your projection is going to be $70 million, correct? Or you mean like... Yeah. Okay. I mean like, yeah, $70 million like opening or whatever. And then I think overall globally, 254.4 around around the ballpark. I go, I'm go. i going to go 63 right now. But if it's in the 60s, you know I'll still nail it. Because as long as it's in like in that column number, I guess it's... Because when I uh, predict Sonic 2's opening weekend, I was off by one... Ahead, so I was predicting seventy one, and Sign was at seventy two, thanks to the actuals. But I still nailed it. So technically, I think because Nova's gonna. I think Nova's gonna stay in the sixties. I guarantee. But uh, yeah, go ahead. What were you saying? Just because on we will have early showings on Thursday. If I'm expecting the movie's going to be excellent, so now people will say, "Oh crap, we know Nova is fantastic," and you know people, you know on Twitter or whatever will tell everyone about it, and I think people will just be flooding in on in the weekend to see this movie. Oh, yeah, totally. I totally can't wait. 
Um, yeah, so the pre-sales, I mean, uh, Thursday will be like, will be relied to see how much of a big opening we'll get. And I'm pretty sure it'll be big throughout the day, so. But, um, I guess that's everything we need to discuss on our hype. I mean, this is not like a big hype movie, but this is like something looking forward to, wanting to like find something else better than just superheroes. I mean, I can't wait. Oh, to yeah, see I can't wait to see Nope next week. I can't wait. I haven't got my tickets. Yeah. I should be able to get them around next week. Where it's not heavenly front loaded yet, but I should uh able to get them on time. I'm not sure what the noise is, by the way, but sorry. Me like next week. I'm definitely going to be seeing it on Thursday. No, I don't care if I uh, you know, leave work a little bit early, but I want to make sure I'm in those seats because I every single movie I've been there. Thursday early showing for him, so I'm not gonna let it down. I wanna, I wanna be there, and I'm excited to see. Is a yes and not a nope. That's all I can hope for. I'm hoping for a nope disappointment. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! But um, there you all have it, ladies and gentlemen. This is our pregame hype to nope. It's not as big, but we made it as big as much as we can. And my guest, of course, delivered um what how Jordan who Jordan Peele is and everything, which is what we need to discuss to teach. Some people who have a no, who doesn't know Jordan Peele or know, at least mostly my listeners from my community that, you know, has not been paying attention. But um, Mar- Malik from Movies Real, for real, thank you for being on my show today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, man. I, I appreciate uh, being on. Absolutely. I had to figure out who would just be perfect. And as you came up and say that you love to be on my show for this movie. I think like yeah, you are also you mentioned you're a Jordan Peele dude, so I had to like really include you right away, right off the bat. Oh yeah, man, Jordan Peele is just I know a lot about that man. And before we do end this off, end this episode off, um, how what um what can I expect from you from your podcast and um, you know, where can they listen to you on exactly? I'll leave everything in the description, well, you- but um, go ahead. You can listen to me on Spotify, where you can listen to this podcast as well. Uh, real, but for four. And then you can also find me on Twitter at Moves for Real Pod. Coming up this week, I, I'm in the middle of watching So Opposite Season 3. I got early access, so I'm watching that. And it comes out tomorrow. So probably by Friday, I should have to watch. And I'll give people time if they want to watch it, if that's your thing or not. But I, this season been really really great so i can't wait to dive deeper into that very interesting well ladies and gentlemen again this will conclude this episode i can't wait to see nope that's like my most july film of the year right now at least not as big but again just something to look forward to so i can't wait to see how it goes and press screenings are going to be out next week so we're going to see like a lot of word of mouth going on to see how will people feel this movie so we'll, we'll see what happens but um anyways if you all have been enjoying my podcast of course oh and um I will discuss this right now, but um, if you all haven't enjoyed my podcast, go ahead, follow and subscribe to my show. I greatly appreciate it on any platforms. And if you are are listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead, leave me a five-star review as well. And I wanted to give a quick shout-out to a buddy of mine who appeared on my show last week, and he's a real one, who left me a very first five-star review, and I really felt touched. So... This guy is named Ak Amen, and he left his five-star title, I Scream. And his quote goes like, I listen to this these every day on my, I, I messed it up. 
I listen to these every day <laughs> on my way to work, and I just can't get enough. Love this guy. Thank you so much, man. I greatly appreciate your feedback. And thank you for being on my show as well. As well. But, um, and Malik, thank you for being on my show as well, of course. And everybody, and for my social media, of course, if you guys want to get a scope of my uh, things outside this show, you know, go ahead and follow my Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Of course, I'm going to be do, doing a vlog from Nope, so stay tuned for that. And if you want to email me your excitement or anything for my podcast, you know, go ahead and email me at deskimolaji at gmail.com. And Malik, I think we've done it for now. Thank you for being on my show. And there's nothing else to yeah, conclude. No Until next time, I'll be screaming you all at ice cream. You scream for movies. Nailed it.